this is your host victoria and in today's episode we are talking all about living in the future this is part of my little mini series all about time last week we spoke about living in the present and this week we're all future focused as usual i would love to know where in the world you are as you listen to this episode so take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on instagram at victoria sardane i would love to see enjoy the episode Welcome to the Victoria Sardane Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hey guys, today we are continuing this three-part mini-series all about time, and we're talking about living in the future. So last week we spoke about living in the present, and what I began the episode saying was how we struggle to live in the present, which is normal, because as humans we can time travel with our minds, which is absolutely incredible. We can put ourselves in situations where we're thinking about the past and having an actual physiological response, similarly to actually thinking about events in the future and having a physiological response as well to things that do not even yet exist. So it's incredibly powerful and it has its benefits for sure. However, it also has its drawbacks, its considerations and things that we need to be aware and conscious of. So this week we're talking all about living in the future. So let's start by looking a little bit at why do we find ourselves time traveling mentally into the future? It's something that so many of us do. We're constantly projecting ourselves into what am I gonna do later? What does this mean? What are they gonna think? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna get this done? What is that gonna look like? What will my future look like in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years? We're constantly projecting ourselves into the future. Why is this something that we do? Well, we project ourselves into the future because it helps us to plan, it helps us to anticipate, it helps us to prepare mentally, and also it really helps us to make order out of chaos. So I've spoken about this idea of the chaos order balance or the chaos order ratio in a previous podcast episode, which I will reference in the show notes below. However, the general idea is that there's really two areas of life, right? There is chaos and there is order. There is darkness, there is light. And everything to do with the future is chaos, is the world of the unknown. We don't know what the future looks like. We don't know what the future will hold. It's something that we have essentially no control over and it is out of our comfort zone. So if the future is chaos, then trying to anticipate the future, prepare for the future, think about the future, and almost live the future before it appears is our way of creating a bit more order out of that chaos. So you might find yourself going through a big period of change, let's say that you're changing jobs or changing career paths. You might find yourself really trying to project into the future. What is my day-to-day going to look like? And trying to create more order out of this big unknown because that unknown feels scary, right? And that's completely normal. And so it's normal that we try to project ourselves into the unknown in order to feel like we're testing out the territory before it comes. 
So that's why we find ourselves time traveling mentally into the future. Now, what is the danger with this? Why is this something that requires our consideration and potentially our concern? Well, first of all, the danger of constantly living in the future or constantly projecting ourselves in the future is that first of all, it means we're not living now, right? So we might find ourselves actually ruining the present moment because we're thinking so much about the future. So let's say you're on holiday and your flight just got canceled. Your return flight just got canceled and you find yourself the entire holiday worrying about how am I gonna get home? Am I gonna make it in time back for this work meeting? Or will I be able to find another flight? Or will I get reimbursed? Am I gonna get my money back? And you find yourself actually ruining your entire holiday because you're focused on the future. And once again, that makes sense because you're planning the future, you need to anticipate and plan. If you were to simply sit back on a long chair and enjoy your margarita without worrying about how you're gonna get a different flight, then you might find yourself stuck in the south of Spain for the next three weeks, which in theory might be great, but if you have something important to do back home, then it might not be. So that is one of the dangers, right? You're not living now. Another danger is that you might actually find yourself worrying about something that never actually happens. So different to the previous example, right? Because in the previous example, you need to find a way home. You might find yourself actually worrying about something that doesn't ever come about, that doesn't ever actually happen. So that worry is essentially wasted stress and wasted time because things don't actually go the way that you might be anticipating. A personal example on this front is in the month of March, my boyfriend Joe had accepted a job in Tanzania and we were preparing ourselves then mentally to move to Tanzania. Me knowing nothing about Tanzania or what our life would look like, I spent a week of my time researching as much as possible. I was emailing embassies, I was writing on the expat Facebook group, trying to figure out what does life in Tanzania look like? Am I even gonna be able to get a visa? How is this gonna work? And of course at the time it was exciting, but naturally it came with an amount of stress. It came with worry, it came with anticipation, it came with everything that it did. However, as you can imagine, since I'm now in Bangkok, we did not end up going to Tanzania and the entire thing ended up falling through. So I spent a week worrying about something that never even happened. So that can be another danger of living in the future, is finding ourselves constantly worrying about something that never even comes about. Living too much in the future can also lead us to overthinking and to jumping to conclusions as we try to make sense of a future that does not exist. When we're anticipating a future that does not yet exist, of course we need to make assumptions. We need to fill in the gaps and fill in the holes somewhere. If you are anxious about, let's say, a big family dinner coming up, you have no idea how your relatives might react to, I don't know, your new significant other that you're bringing along. But you might find yourself coming to conclusions, jumping to conclusions, and making assumptions about how the entire event is going to go, when in reality you have absolutely no idea. So you find yourself overthinking and worrying about things that never actually even happen in the way that you might suppose. Another danger of living too much in the future is finding ourselves in the when-then syndrome. So it's this idea of when X, then I'll be happier. 
right? So when I get the job of my dreams, I'll feel more fulfilled. When I get the perfect boyfriend, I'll be happier. When I get that promotion, I'll finally feel proud of myself. When I lose five kilos, I'll feel beautiful. Anything, when this specific instance happens, then something else will. And this really comes about when we're consciously projecting into what we want to come, what we want the future to look like. The future seems brighter, it seems more promising, which is great, but in a way it can actually also halt us from enjoying the present moment. Because if we have it in our mind that I'll feel fulfilled when I get the promotion or the new job, then that means that we're not fulfilled now or I'll feel whole, complete, and confident when I find myself in a really happy relationship, that means that I cannot feel confident by myself. So that's another issue that can come about when we find ourselves really living in the future. Another example is that it can actually stop us from acting now. As I said, if we're seeing the future as this promising thing where everything is gonna be different, everything is gonna change, then we might as well wait for that future right? Why would I go and chase my passion or pursue that creative outlet that I've always wanted to do or learn that new language when my current day-to-day is extremely busy, but the future won't be? Oh, the future, I'll have tons of time. The weather will be nice. Life will be easy. There'll be no more issues, no more stress. I'll have all the time in the world to do all the things that I actually want to do. So we find ourselves in a position where we're constantly waiting. We're constantly waiting in the present because our mind is in the future. Where we are living physically and where we're living mentally is not the same place. There is a disconnect there. This can also lead us to not living in a way that is true to us because we're worried about step 50. I don't want to go back to studies and change career paths into something I'm incredibly passionate about because what if 10 years down the line I can't find a job? Or what if I don't build enough towards my retirement? So we find ourselves worrying about things so extremely in the future when in reality the future is unknown. The future looks nothing like what we can project into it. The future will bring its own load of issues that we cannot even imagine right now, yet it can lead us to not living in the present because we are so focused on that. So I think I've made it clear now what all the dangers are of living too much in the future or living in the future in general. However, there is a big flip side and I love always talking about the flip side because I think it is incredibly important. I think that we're all quite cognizant of the dangers of living in the future, yet we rarely talk about how important it really is because ultimately the ability to sacrifice the present for your future is a key predictor for long-term success and happiness. And this is really the notion of work, right? The notion of work is essentially sacrificing the present for the future. So today you don't really feel like waking up at six and going into the office and doing your work. However, you're doing it because you know that ultimately it's what's gonna allow you to build into a career that's gonna go in a certain direction, that's gonna give you the financial freedom to do the things that you wanna do, to then potentially go down the route of life that you most aspire to, and that works for you in the long run because on the day-to-day basis, you are sacrificing the present for the future. An example would be, let's say, you know that your health is suffering, 
and you know that you're not in very good shape and you've become extremely aware of it and you want to get healthier. Of course, you're going to have to sacrifice the present for the future. If you want to be healthier in 10 years time, then that starts now. That starts today by saying, I know this is going to be painful, but I'm going to exercise. Or I know this is going to be painful, but I'm going to trade my sweet snack that I always have for maybe something a little healthier that's actually going to allow me to gain different habits, to gain more energy, to then be able to eat better, to exercise more, and ultimately improve my long-term health. So it's sacrificing the present for the future. And that is incredibly important. And that only works if we're able to think in terms of the future. Because if we're not living in the future at all, if we are only ever living in the present, then why would we go to work, right? Why would we wake up in the morning and go to work? Why would we go exercise? Why would we eat well? Why would we go spend time with that relative that we don't actually really like that much, right? We're doing all those things because we know that it is something that we're gifting to our future self. If you go into work today and you try your best and you show your best side, then maybe your boss will start to trust you more. And when your boss starts to trust you more, maybe then they'll start giving you new projects that you're actually more excited about that's gonna propel you forward. And all of a sudden in 15 years, you find yourself doing your dream career or something that you're extremely excited about or passionate about. So if we were to simply live in the present, then all we would do is feed into instant gratification, right? Why would we do anything else other than eat donuts in bed and watch funny rom-coms and do things that feed us instantly? Well, we don't do that because we know that we need to do something for our future self. So that is kind of the flip side of this whole idea of we should forget about the future and live in the present. Well, no, there's a balance to be had there. We know how important it is to do something today to allow us to be in a better place tomorrow. If you study today, if you prepare for that meeting today, if you get ahead on your admin today, then this weekend you'll be able to relax more. You'll be able to have a better time. So that being said, the question that comes up, and this is a question that I've personally been asking myself a lot recently, is to what extent should we really sacrifice the present for the future, considering that the future is unknown and essentially does not exist? We know the danger in only living in the future. And we know the danger of only living in the present. So to what extent do we really sacrifice today for tomorrow? Because if we sacrifice all of today for tomorrow and essentially have a terrible time all week long because we're building our future, what if that future never comes? Or even worse, what if that future comes and we're still unsatisfied? So how do we know what that balance is? And as I said, this is a question I've been asking myself, so I don't necessarily have the clear cut answer, but I have the kind of reflections that I've been working on internally. And what I've kind of realized is that it's not a linear correlation. It's not the more miserable our day to day is, the better our future will be. There's a nonlinear correlation that suggests that a certain amount of sacrifice for the day to day actually does us good in the present as well. So having a goal, right? Having an aim, having something we're working towards, that motivates us, that drives us, that gives us a reason to get up in the morning. 
And this is why, I mean, this might sound like a slight tangent, but it is on topic. I don't necessarily believe that the goal or the ultimate goal is happiness. I believe that the ultimate goal is to find meaning. Because if it was simply to find happiness, then happiness to me, or at least what I understand of it, is it suggests instant gratification. Whereas meaning suggests the pursuit of something important. And I think if we were all to think back at a time in which we really felt excited about life, it was times in which we had a bit of challenge. We had something that we were working towards, but it was something that was important to us. It was a value to us. It was something that made us feel like, yes, this is it. This is what I'm here to do. And we feel excited and driven by that. An example would be about how holidays are great. However, they're great when they're short-lived. So we enjoy holidays, we enjoy, you know, sitting back by the pool or on the beach or taking it super easy, having not a care in the world, having no plans. We enjoy that for a short amount of time until we find ourselves probably getting a little bit bored, probably a little bit restless, and all of a sudden it kind of loses its glory, it loses its excitement. If we were to be constantly on holiday, never have any goals in life, not have anything that we're working towards, never have anything that's worth sacrificing the present for, never having anything that we're building on or that we're excited about, well, we find ourselves feeling rather aimless. And when we find ourselves feeling rather aimless, we feel like our life lacks a bit of meaning. And if our life lacks meaning, then that decreases our confidence. We start wondering, well, what am I even doing here? And that can really bring us down this whole downward spiral. So going back to that question, you know, to what extent should we sacrifice the present for the future? I think the conclusion that I've come to is that so long as your present is still enjoyable, meaningful, and worth it. So a personal example would be that a few months ago, I actually found myself in this weird state of constantly focusing on the future and constantly focusing on my work and building and working and thinking about the future, thinking about the future, thinking about the future. And at one point I had a conversation with my boyfriend and he really told me like, look, this is, this is not sustainable and this doesn't make our day-to-day enjoyable. And to me, that was a really big wake-up call where I realized, yeah, you know what? Of course, you do need to sacrifice some of the present for the future, but if you're not enjoying the journey, if you're not enjoying the day-to-day as you build up to it, then it's hardly even worth it. So we need to find that balance between sacrificing the present for the future, but still also enjoying the present enough for it to be worth it as well. So to wrap all of this up, I want to leave you with just a few reflection questions. And the first one is really simple, just how much are you living in the future? How much of your time do you really spend living mentally in the future? The second question is, is living in the future bringing you more motivation, more purpose, and more drive? Or is it really something that's actually just adding on to your stress, to your anxiety, to your worry, and leading you more on the dangerous side of it? And the third question is, how does it impact your present? So are you living in the future in a way that positively impacts your present because you understand what you're sacrificing the present for? Or is it something that makes your present feel so dull, so dreary 
that it hardly feels worth it at all. So those are my reflection questions for you. Have a think. I would love to hear any of your feedback on this episode. I hope that it was interesting. I hope that it was insightful. Next week, we're talking all about living in the past. And if you are interested in this topic in general, we have an entire week in the Self Mastery Solution program dedicated to mastering your time, where we go not only into how we can make peace with our time in the present, future, and the past, as we're speaking about here, but also into how we can actually use our time in the most efficient way to feel our best, both in the future and in the present. I have a new cohort starting for the Self Mastery Solution program in September. I have not yet opened registration, but I do have a waiting list. So if you are interested, then in the show notes below, I'll put a little link where you can add your email on the waiting list for the program. And if you want more details, you can also just send me a quick message on Instagram saying Victoria Tell Me More, and I will give you all of the details there as well. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode. <laughs>